Gas. All over. It's you like the trenches. This is Verdun, people. <laughs> I think they use gas in Verdun. Gas! Or maybe there was Ip. <laughs> anyway, yeah. gas in the trenches. <laughs> We're not talking about soup. Mm. <laughs> Trench soup. Trench soup. Trench foot. But anyways, what yeah. is this? G- gas is a uh, state of elements or... Oh, no, sorry. No, no. <laughs> of course, we're talking about games as a service. We're just r- jumping straight into this one. Exactly. So, this is the Dead Red Herring Podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, intros be damned. <laughs> yeah, fuck them intros. Mm. Fuck them rather than pussy. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Internet <laughs> memes. But yeah, games as a service. Yeah. Uh, that That's at least one of the topics. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about, uh, well... Except from the games, we have the services like Stadia, Google Stadia. Yeah, Stadia cans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Streaming your games to any device, as long as you have a stable and uh, fast enough internet connection. And uh, what internet else? Internet over. Yeah. Internet upper class. Fuck you. Well, and uh, services like, you know, instead of, like, like Netflix. Yeah. But instead of movies and TV series, it's games. And also, there's the question of game uh, preservation. Mm-hmm. Pres- preservation. Preservation, yes. Game preservation. Preserve that shit. Yes. What? <laughs> See what the future holds. Yeah. But, games as a service. Now, what is games as a service? Or GAS, as the fine <laughs> acronym is. Yeah, exactly. Funny enough, games as a service is just like GAS. It's invisible, but it smells. <laughs> Yep, it does actually. It smells kind of bad. Yeah, but it's a it can games as a service. It's a kind of a way to um, constantly monetize games, mm-hmm. so to speak, by adding a little bit of services now and then. New content, uh, not well. It could be anything from a microtransaction to a DLC to what is called season passes. Yep, and here here's a fun thing. I never really understood what a season pass was, because season pass, in my head, it sounds like, yeah, well, sure, you, you buy a season pass, you can go f- watch football matches all, all season. Season pass for a fairground or a amusement park. Yeah, but a season pass in gaming terms mm-hmm. is actually pre-buying a DLC or coming content. Yeah, content that will be included in the Game of the Year edition. Sort of. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, we're, we're going to make new skins, but we're going to release them in three months. So but here, buy a season pass and you'll have access to them when they drop. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a um, DLC pre-purchase, yeah. really. And uh, we all know with games and pre-purchases. Yeah. You don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't do it. Nah. But the reason that I, I wanted to talk about this <laughs> is because... The way things are going right now with gaming mm. and the gaming market is that everything is moving more and more towards a gas service. Yeah. A game as service service. Y- you have more and more of games that rely on season passes. You have more and more games that rely on the a steady stream of content flowing to keep people playing. Yeah. And 
it's like a way for the companies to, well, as I think it, it's a kind of a lazy way not to drop games every year. Because, <clears throat> hear me out. What I mean is, instead of doing the hard part of programming games every year, writing games, oh, it's so hard to be creative. Mm. Let's just keep adding to this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, it's easier and it's cheaper for the yeah, for the companies. Yeah. Easier, cheaper, and it draws in money. Can't deny that. No, I can't, because usually it's not really... It's not the developers. No. Developers, 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 developers. <laughs> no, it's not the developers that make the choices regarding these services. Nah. It's the publishers, usually the, at least. The people higher up. Yeah. And of course, I mean, it, it's a simple way of getting back more on your investment. Mm-hmm. For, for instance, let's say that you are a big, nasty publishing company. Who I'm says not... I'm not? <laughs> Let, let's use call, call you something uh, short, uh, like, like two letters, um, uh, A-E. A-E, or uh, <laughs> T-A. <laughs> but T-K. You, you big, nasty, ugly fucker. <laughs> you want to make money. <laughs> You big troll. Shame on you. Is this sort of a way to get back on me? What? No, <laughs> no, no. Nah, I, I don't know what you're talking nah, about. No, nah, no, yeah, of course yeah. not. No, no. But you as EA. Oh, shit. I said it. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. TK. TK. TKO out of nowhere. Wow. But no. Okay, on a serious yeah. note. Yeah. You have companies like EA. Mm-hmm. Of course, when they invest in games... They want to get back on their investment. Yeah, of course. They want to make a profit. Of course. They don't really care about the game. No, no, it's it's a company. They... Yeah, they care about profit. And, and it's not like, oh, they only care about making money. Everybody wants to make money. Of course. But, but in this case, saying that they want to make money is, is like saying you want to eat for the day. <laughs> it's like, <Duh. laughs> yeah. But, but as a company, they are more interested in profit. Mm-hmm. And profit is... The in this case, let, let's just say it's the exponentially increasing income from investments. Mm-hmm. So they publish a game that they've had one of their slaves, <laughs> their, <laughs> their de- developers, develop development slave. Yeah, that uh, the developer has made, and uh, they throw it out there and saying, "Oh, this is the best shit ever," uh, even though we hate gamers. So uh, you have Battlefield Five mm-hmm. crashing, but yeah. but no, they they have like Battlefield Five, and they expect this to make them a whole lot of cash. And how do they make sure of that? Well, microtransactions, season passes, and uh, just updating content to making sure that instead of just having a one-time product, as mm-hmm. we sort of said already, yeah. this putting out a game once a year, mm-hmm. they have the title and. They cut development costs since instead of making a brand new game, they only need to update something they already have. Yeah. Which means that there is a lower cost to maintain and develop, Mm -hmm. meaning that people still buying it for a full price. Mm. Or, well, at least if they buy the, the whole game, the base, they still pay $60. But then, with all the season passes going for somewhere between, I don't know, 10 to $30 maybe, depending on, mm. 
they might as well just in the <clears throat> in the long run pay for a whole new game. Basically. Exactly. So in the end, if you want to have all the DLCs, uh, all the skins, uh, everything, in the end, instead of just paying sixty dollars for a complete game, you might actually be paying double, mm. maybe tripled. It depends on how long the game runs. Mm. Yeah, and it's also their way of keeping the interest from people to stay and spend more money on their product, thus getting back more on their investments. Yeah, of course. So from a perspective of a company, that is great. That is super. From our perspective as gamers... It's rotten. It sucks. (laughs) Fucking sucks. I mean, I imagine it's like a a milk farmer going there milking a brand new cow. All right, Bessie. (laughs) Brand new cow. Brand new cow. All right, Bessie, let's go on. Milk. Milking that shit. Hmm. I wonder if I can get more milk if I feed her the milk. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> All right, let's milk this cow. <laughs> yeah, ah. it's like that. In the, in the long run, it's going to get very nasty. Very Actually, I, I don't really see how, how that likeness works, but I'm going to run with it. So, Suspension of disbelief. Imagine the cow <laughs> takes up the nourishment of the milk. But yeah, it's growing yeah. more, more and more. Worse, worse, worse. Yeah. But funnily enough, when it comes to things like, well, season passes and, and just adding on content, mm-hmm. there is a diminishing return. Hooray. Because their study says, <laughs> I, I was about to say, <laughs> but, but, no, but, but people have looked at this. And uh, what they found is that even though uh, there is new content coming to games already out, uh, with season passes and such, mm-hmm. there is a diminishing return on uh, income because less and less people are going to be interested. The, the, the core group will be smaller and smaller per, for every uh, release mm-hmm. uh, of a season pass or a DLC expansion or whatever Yeah, because um, the interest goes down. Mm. So you have the brand new game, and you're going to have a lot of new players coming in. Hmm. If it's, like, the yeah. way it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, of course, yeah. But let's say that it, one year goes by, and at this point you release a expansion to the game. Mm-hmm. And maybe you drop, let's, let's just say, 15% of, of your player base. Yeah. Uh, you still have a significant amount of players. At least if, if you had good sales when the game first came out, you're still going to have good sales when the expansion comes. Hmm. Next time, you lose another 15%. Yeah. Okay, so we're down 30% from the original base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still good enough, but you, you will notice that <laughs> it's not really working out. No. So you think that, ah, let's put in some more and uh, get that uh, player base up again. But no, it seems that it's going to have the opposite effect. So yeah. you lose another <laughs> certain another 50. 15%. Yeah. And so on and so on until it's just the, this small, hardcore group that clings to it. Giving, think, giving them money. Asking yeah. for their mom's credit card. Exactly. I mean, w- we can look at World of Warcraft with this. Yeah, I was going to draw that. Draw that an- analogy, so to speak. Yeah. Because... I have not seen any numbers on how many players they have no. lately, 
or for the last couple of years. And even though they've been pushing more and more material, expanding upon the already existing world with new events, new, expanding the lore and, and happenings and everything. I mean, wh- when I heard about, uh, wh- what is the last, late, latest expansion? It's a Battle of Azeroth? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was actually more or less surprised that they actually still are You're going. You're still going? Yeah, it's like looking at Grandma getting up to dance. Uh, yeah, get, grandma, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> getting hit with the kids on the dance floor. It's like, Ooh. Grandma, you're going to break her hip. Stop, please. <laughs> Sit down again. We care about you. Don't but, do anything, anything rash. <laughs> uh, yeah. You break your femur, you're going to die. Oh, God damn it, Grandma. Oh, there goes Grandma. Yeah. Okay, Grandpa, you go after <laughs> Shoving out there. <laughs> Femurs breaking like twigs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Old people, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in, in the long run, someone's about to, bound to get hurt, yeah. so to say. But also looking at this, it's kind of disturbing to me, at least, that we are moving more and more into the this sort of games as a service. Hmm. Well, I suppose it's sort of natural in the way that since game growing more and more popular in the pop culture, mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day... When I was young! When I was a young whippersnapper! <laughs> I mean, when you played games... Before I broke my femur. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Old. Well, but back in the day, I play games. Oh, do ya? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Computer nerd. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But since it has grown more and more important in the pop culture, mm-hmm. of course, companies got to go in there and, hey, maybe we can make a profit out of this. Yeah, and they have. They actually, that's the reason why game industry is as big as it is today, because mm. they, it's a good market, of or course. has been at least. Of course. Just take a look at the movie uh, industry. Yeah. It's been going strong since the, uh, well, at least if we we take it in the uh, modern movie kind of sense. It's good from the 20s, 30s. Just kept growing, 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 and now you have services for that. Yeah. Movies as a service. Mass! Yeah. (laughs) Mass. No mass! No mass! No movies as a service. What? But sure, I mean, it is a cash cow. Hmm. So, it is a good market for someone that actually have something to give. Yeah. And when you see, like, in the season passes, those games who mostly, at least nowadays, one of the most fam- famous season passing microtransaction extravaganza I can think of is Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And, which is the, who is the mo- biggest target audience for that game really not you at least no god no <laughs> because well, it, i am not kids. A, i am not a 12 to 14 year old kid mm-hmm. who has access to mom's credit card but what if it's dad's credit card oh huh? my god <laughs> why can't mom support the family huh <laughs> uh-huh, you fell into my little trap <laughs> you've activated my trap card <laughs> now wear this dress oh <laughs> trap <laughs> the answer is yes for all you who wonders yes what <laughs> you know what I'm talking about <laughs> but yeah just take a look at that mm-hmm. take a look at that game 
Yeah. I mean, who is the most targeted for these microtransactions? I mean... It's usually kids. Yeah. The ones who has access to mom's credit card. Or dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also you have uh, the ones going after the whales. The Japanese? No. The Norwegians? The, no. Not that kind of whale. The, uh, oh, wait, wait. And not the fat women either. Oh, come on! <laughs> no. I was going to say the Faroe Islanders, <laughs> but... Uh... No. People that pay huge amount of money to have more or less everything within a game. Mm-hmm. Big spenders. Oh, those are called whales? Yeah, those are called whales. And not the place in the British Isles? No. Ah! <laughs> That's Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> no, but but there are a lot of publishers targeting whales because they think that that's a easy way to get money. Mm. But at, at the same time, it's going to be like they lose a whole lot of other people. Yeah. Because it, I mean, a good example of this is if you go to Steam and look for, I think it's Train Simulator. <laughs> And look at all the DLC packs. I mean, how how many dollars or slash or euros? A couple of thousand. Yeah, that that's mental, insane <laughs> indeed. And that's perfect for targeting whales. Yeah, because people like that they are going to spend the money because they want it. Gotta have them all. Exactly, it's like Pokemon yeah. or, or STDs. Crack and STDs, yeah. <laughs> Not, not sure about crack, though. I don't know. We gotta have them all. <laughs> Here, have some bath salt. <laughs> mm. Yummy. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, of course, those with the, with the almost compulsive disorder to have mm. all of them sweet, sweet yeah. content of the game. And I, in some cases, I can understand, but yeah. Yeah, sure. It, well, I mean, if there's something that you really like, of course you want to spend money to get the, the things. Enjoy the whole thing. Yeah, collectibles and, and all the in-game stuff and every mm. ounce of extra content. Of course you yeah, want it if you like it. I mean, I sort of draw the line with, I was going to say DLCs, the, the big DLCs. Mm-hmm. The big D's. The, the big D's, <laughs> man. I draw the line. <laughs> no. Where I draw the line is mostly the smaller DLCs for like uh, two two dollars and all that real microtransactions. Yeah, things. basically in yeah, basically micro microtransactions. Here's a, here's a skin, buy it for two bucks. Yeah. Here's a new emote, buy it for one dollar. Yeah. I mean that's just yeah. It's it's not enough for that amount of money, and I think oh, two dollars. How much is that? Ugh, fuck it. No, but in a game standard, $2 is very much, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you look at the whole content for... If it's a triple-A title, mm-hmm. and this is a major point, you buy a triple-A title full game mm. for $60. Yeah. You expect to have everything available in that yeah. game. That At least when I buy a game, I do. Mm. But... I have nothing against DLCs. At least if it's 
a real expansion of new content that is not already within the base game. Well, I was going to say, the, the thing we called back in the days expansion packs. Yeah. The thing that expanded the gaming experience. Yeah. Perfect example of this. You had Red Dead Redemption 1 mm-hmm. and the expansion Undead Nightmare. Yeah. And that, that was an expansion. Yeah. That was a whole whole new game. Yeah. It built upon the base of Red Dead Redemption 1, mm-hmm. but added new content. Yeah. And I had no problem at all buying that. Because for me, that, that is what I expect when I buy a expansion. Yeah. And then we have, in the same gaming company, Rockstar, mm-hmm. the crazy amount of DLCs, or I was going to say season-passing-ish, for... GTA Online. Yeah. That is a cash cow mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it is. And that is just insane amount of DLCs for that. Yeah. The, the amount of just data <laughs> that, that all <laughs> <Raw> these data <laughs> expansions and DLC have. But there's a one major problem with this also in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it is that you do not have a physical copy of it. No, exactly. You rely upon a server somewhere or a local storage to be able to access these downloads. Mm-hmm. And at the point where you can no longer access these, what are you going to do? Mm. Th- that's like you spend money and expect to have something for that. But at any point... That as- can just be taken away from you. Exactly. Yeah. I have uh, listened to some videos from um, Ross at Accursed Farms, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who made Freeman's Mind. Okay. He has done a lot of, lot of. Uh, he has done some, uh, some videos about the preservation of games in the sense of the uh, uh, centralized service and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought they were kind of, yeah. <laughs> Hitting the nail on the head. Give us some of his points. Well, he sort of um, takes uh, up uh, the servers and all that in uh, the sense sense of dead games. Mm -hmm. When a game sort of relies on a server, it's sort of on sort of on life support already from start. Yeah, because the only way you can play a game is if these servers are active. Yeah, exactly. And there is nothing stopping these companies law-wise, mm-hmm. from just shutting down the server, and that you're standing there, paid for a game, with nothing yeah. anymore. But, but also, isn't he the guy that makes a point about when you buy a game, it's not that you actually buy the, the game itself, it's that you actually get a, a license for the game. It's like you buy the right to, to play the game, but you don't have a, a right to have continual... Con, uh, continued access to it if the creator says no. Some, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, he made a point uh, in, in that sense. I mean, in the um, I think it was talking about Steam and all that, mm-hmm. when you buy games from there, yeah. basically. When, if they say, like, no, I, we don't want to support having it there anymore, yeah. they, get, they can just no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck you, you pay for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but for me, th- this is actually the the strongest argument for having physical copies of your game mm-hmm. to be able to 
if you actually buy a game to be able to play it whenever, however you want to play it. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you don't bra- break the game, I guess. <laughs> well, you, literally. <laughs> in a sense, modding is sort of breaking the game. And, yeah. and modding can be fine. I mean, you play the game the way you want to play it. Mm, yeah. As long as you don't, I don't know, say that you made the game <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. So... Uh, the, Physical copy to be able to play the game on your own terms. Mm. Of course. No need for a, a constant connection, internet connection, or, or cer- certain or special services. Mm, exactly. And that's that nowadays is very much a problem when you say like constant internet connection mm-hmm. for a game. So <clears throat> if you want to talk like that. Yeah. Uh, that is sort of the game company. <laughs> monopolizing their own uh, game for you mm-hmm. like you you can play this game but on the, on our terms i mean uh, sure the, the, if we look at the mmos mm-hmm. of course uh you need the constant internet connection yeah, yeah. to be able to play the game as it is intended yeah, of exactly. course i i mean even <laughs> i understand that yeah but but at the same time i think that as long as the company runs servers and such, mm. I mean, no problem, right? Yeah. But at the point when a game, quote unquote, dies, mm-hmm. and it is the server reliant, yeah, then I I think that a smart move for the company is actually to make a server pack. Yep. So that. Those that actually want to should be able to continue playing. And I mean, if a company actually sells you a server pack so that you can set up your own server and play the game. Yeah, that would be very... I mean, it would be a win-win. Mm-hmm. If, if, I mean, if they're not going to be providing servers anymore, that they are shutting down their service, mm-hmm. then I don't think there should be anything stopping people from buying server packs to be able to continue playing the game. Mm. There won't be any more content, there won't be any more updates or anything, but you, you can still have the game as it was at the point of shutting down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but let's, let's see it in the pessimist way. Do you think they're going to actually sell that? <laughs> no. no, of course not. There's got to be some license bullshit. Yeah. Like, nah, can't use it. Well, okay. it's, and, and then we're back to the whole point of not caring about the game and only caring about profit. Mm. And, and nothing against profit, but if you're a game company, even if it's just that you're a publisher, you should care as much about the game as... The gamers. Do. Exactly. You, you should respect the art that you are, <clears throat> that people are paying f- to you yeah. to put out there. Exactly. You should respect that. Re- respect the art, man! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Banging my computer here, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then we, we come to this subject of uh, sort of streaming services, mm-hmm. like the Google Stadia. Google Kadia. Stadia. <laughs> Do not drag down Kadia. I know, but Kadia stands. Stadia can't. You see? I can only think about that. Stadia can't. No, they couldn't. <laughs> Ow. But, but the idea of a live streaming service, live streaming, mm. as in 
you access the server, you play the game on whatever uh, device that you have at hand. Yeah. The idea is interesting. Uh, and, of course, there is a market for it. Mm. There are a lot of people in the world that don't have access to high-end computers or consoles. They might Look at China. 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 A lot of the people there, they only have a smartphone. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, I heard from a guy when I went to university. He had been to China. <laughs> and he said that wherever he went uh, around the country... No matter how rural the area, there was always a cell phone tower and people had smartphones. Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, of course... Government issue with cell phone. <clears throat> <laughs> but, but, of course, that, that is a huge market. Mm. Now, are they going to be able to use a service like Stadia with their con- internet connection or mobile connection? We don't know. Nah. Maybe they could. Maybe not. Hmm. But it's still, if they are able to, they, they will be able to, to play AAA titles, the latest releases and everything. And, of course, if you are a, both a developer or, uh, and or a publisher, you want to get into that. Yeah, that, that uh, accessibility from everyone is gold. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion is that even though there is a market for it, it shouldn't be the total sum of the market. Nah. Uh, I still want to have my physical copies. I still want to have my own offline access to stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like we talked about in the episode of uh, Steam versus Epic Games mm-hmm. and all that. The choice yeah. gamers have to choose whether to have a physical copy, mm-hmm. to have it on... Yeah, well, whatever, Epic Games or Steam, or Stadia in this case, the choice of having that and not just having one option. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing against physical games. I mean, wrist-twisting in this case, Mm -hmm. I I prefer physical copies. But Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, in the same, I like the the good old collection you have on (laughs) Steam. Yeah, sure. I, I, I have I, nothing against both of them. No, no, no. So, of course not. I but, I have a user library on Steam. Yeah, and uh, but, I'm happy with that. Yeah, but it's the choice exactly of having your physical copy or mm-hmm. Steam copy. Yeah, so, so to speak, and or Stadia. But copy, still, but but quote. still, it's like the the difference. If I'm going to take the difference between Steam, Epic Games, oh, must you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and in comparison to a service like Stadia, is yeah. that if I have downloaded and installed a game, mm-hmm. I still can get into that game and play it whether or not I ha- I am connected online. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to play via a Stadia service, then yeah. I need that connection. That is more flimsy, yeah. That connection can just yeah go. So, <laughs> I mean, t- take a look, take a closer look at our internet here. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best. It's it's working, but it's not the best. Yeah, and I, I, I'm gonna be kind of nervous if I'm gonna have to rely on my internet connection here to have a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still get nervous with my internet connection if 
with my Steam games, but mm -hmm. there you have offline mode, so yeah, no loss. So, exactly. So to say. But if I was going to rely on Stadia, mm -hmm. that would be a gamble. Yeah. And, and th this is also, to, we need to take into account that you have the multiplayer games and you have the single player games. And yeah. I, I, I'm just taking for granted that we are talking about mainly single player games. Yeah, I am. Because, of course, if you're going to play a multiplayer game, you need the connection. Of course. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, obvious. Why can't I connect, damn it? <laughs> Why can't I play with anyone else? Oh. I'm so alone. Why wouldn't anyone connect to my game? Internet? What's that? Nah. <laughs> don't need that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have a cell phone. I have an internet. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways. Don't you guys have phones? Oh, yeah. Yeah, God. yeah. April, April Fools came and went. Mm -hmm. And if we're gonna look at services, I'm not sure if they're actually. Uh, well, Apple was supposed to uh, have a streaming service for games, like a Netflix for games. Oh dear! God damn it! Since when does Apple care about games? Cue the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> but but this should, uh, as I understand, this this is a new thing. Mm. And uh, my biggest problem is still with services like this is that if you don't have the connection, you won't be able to play. Yeah. I'm going on and on about the same point here, I feel. Like a broken record. I know. But <laughs> God damn it, I want my... <laughs> it's just that the way the market is moving, the, the way that the big publishers are moving is that they want to get away from the physical copies because. Mm. Physical copies cost them money. Yeah. And, of course, they want to cut down on costs and just be able to show that they have full control of the games. Mm. It's like, look at Bethesda when they issued the Creators Club. Yeah, yeah. They want, <laughs> they want to get full control over the modern community. Yeah. And... The things that feed them. Paid mods. <sighs> That is such... That's uh, atrocious. Yeah, that, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a fiasco <laughs> when I came out. And also, they take already existing mods, mm -hmm. modify them, quote-unquote, yeah. uh, to be able to say that they made them, and then they sell them. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, in most cases, they are called out on it, but... Yeah. Uh, but still, that, that they are gonna there are gonna be those suckers who are just gonna eh, fuck it, let's just buy it. Yeah, there are a lot of people that aren't really in the modding community or into modding like that. Mm. So the, of course they are just gonna go online to the well publisher service mm. Bethesda in this case and, and see that oh shit I I can get this this content for like a dollar twenty. Of course I'm gonna get, download it. And then oh, 20? That's barely anything. Yeah, exactly. And while you can get the true mod mm. that might even be superior <laughs> in quality for, for nothing. Yeah, oh god, I, had, I have a memory of these. The first paid, to, paid mod debacle. Mm -hmm. The one that got shut down very hard, thankfully. And I just remember, it was a uh, fishing mod. Mm-hmm. Just in, in Skyrim, though. Oh. Uh, just sit, sit there fishing your fishing rod and all that. Uh, about a buck. And then you have a free 
mod. That was basically a whole pack of quest, a new location, it custom was... music, custom voice actor, and all that for free. Free? <laughs> free! <laughs> exactly. It was a superior product. Exactly. And it was free, damn it. Yeah. Donations just... welcome. Excel, oh, thank Yeah. Yes, yes! Of course, I mean, contributing to people that actually put put down time in creating stuff like this, that, that, is, mm. that is the way to go, of course. Mm. So that is why I, I also get so pissed at Bethesda with the whole Creators Club, because yeah. it wasn't the modders that got the money. No, it was a company. Yeah. It would have been one thing if the, the one creating the, the mod... Mm-hmm. Submitted it to the Creators Club and actually got the money for <laughs> that <laughs> people paid. But from what I understood, they didn't. Nah. Or if they did, it was such a low percentage that it was like, nothing. Mm. <laughs> Nada. Oh, and speaking of Bethesda. Horses twitching! Get him! <laughs> Beat it! <laughs> They fucked up with Fallout 76 again. again. Things were actually looking up for that game. And now we're back to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Douchebaggery and backstabbing. Yeah, and <laughs> just gonna say, things went well for them. Basically, they didn't do anything. They and, actually, and that went well for them. <laughs> That's just saying something. They looked at Anthem and thought that, hey, I can up that. <laughs> Hold my <laughs> beer. You know what we said about uh, microtransactions only being for cosmetics? Here, have a basic repair kit. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, and suddenly Fallout 76 is pay to win. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, the repair kit is sort of... um, It's sort of a little kit you can use to repair your equipment with. Instead of going around in the game repairing your equipment by manual hand, so to speak. Now, you can just Buy a little pack. Insta repair. Insta repair. And just go on your merry way way and level Mm -hmm. up and beat the game. Yeah. So that's that's a shortcut Mm -hmm. for the rest of... Yeah, it is breaking game mechanics. Yeah. So, So to say, sure, it's within the game mechanics and everything, but it's still, you pay to get out the easy route. Mm I mean, I wouldn't have thought much of this if they're just gonna put this on their creation club or any other of their single-player games. Mm-hmm. But when it is this multiplayer game, yeah, when you're playing against other people, that's gonna be a problem. So, yeah. um, but but the biggest thing here is that they broke their own promise. Mm. That is my major issue with it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Not a good sign. No. No, no, no. Someone should send a repair kit to Todd Howard. <laughs> Tell yeah. him to fix his game. Yeah, repair the game. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, no matter of uh, repair kits will be able to fix that game because it is a broken, sad mess that just should go away. Yeah. And like I said, things were doing fine for that game when they just left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's true. And I think that's that's what Bethesda is good at. They can make a horribly good game and just leave it alone. In the sense of not being there to uh, 
micromanage. Micromanage, uh, ban people for playing the game and yeah. all that. If they're just making the game, getting out some DLCs now and then, mm-hmm. just do that and let people mod in peace. <laughs> let the people that know what they're doing fix your game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and everything will be fine with Bethesda. I'm yeah. sure of it. But so, yeah. if they're just going to keep meddling, meddling in business that they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Nope. So, and that also goes back to the preservation of games. Mm. Because games coming out today that rely on all these online services. Yeah. At some point, they are going to disappear. So, the big question is, will we be at a loss when they go away? Or will it actually open up the market for other creators to make a similar game that might actually be better? Yeah, I I think so, actually. Because if these games disappear due to a lack of server. Mm-hmm. I mean, truth be told, those games who rely on this micromanaging and the service are kind of mediocre, so I don't think it's going to be a great loss, really. I mean, it's going to be a huge loss in money, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I also think that it's going to be a huge loss in gaming history. Mm, yeah. Because That's... like it or not, a lot of the games out now, they are part of a major turn in gaming history. Mm. They are. And that we're, that we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And also, looking at like the way that bigger developers are streamlining their gaming creation, like EA having the Frostbite engine, mm. Bethesda having, uh, what's it called? Uh, the, uh, what's his face? Is it the creator? I'm not sure what, I, I don't, I don't remember game. what their their engine is called but what but the thing is that when you have major publishers demanding their studios to use the same engine building games at some point we will lose the innovation yeah we won't have the diversity (laughs) of games (laughs) that we could have Mm. Sure, it it might save a bit of time. At least that's the idea, I mm. think. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we look at the debacle around Anthem, how bad that development went, <laughs> much because of Bioware needing to remake a lot of stuff or, or implement new stuff for the Frostbite engine. Yeah. But still ending up with a total mess <laughs> that they have. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a bad idea. Yeah, I think it is. You Publishers need to let developers do their thing. Yeah. Instead I, of just thinking about, oh, how can we make more profit? Yeah. I think this this whole gas thing is basically... It's their own coffin they're building. Their own nail in the coffin. Just like, you, like you've said a couple of times. Leading. Not, not leading the way. Leaving mm-hmm. way for smaller development to take their place. Yeah. That don't have the resources and or 
will to make a gas game. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just basically their own grave they're digging. The big... Uh... That, that's actually what I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the hope. Yeah. Here's the hoping. So I, I hope that the major developers actually get the short end of the stick <laughs> when it comes to this. Yeah, I think. And opening up the way for developers and small studios and small publishers that actually still care about games and mm. the gaming community to be able to put out their stuff and getting their fair share of uh, players. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The The future of gaming is not in the cloud. It's down here, in the ground. <laughs> it's still in physical copies, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. It's, uh, the future of gaming is for the small developers that still care about games. Mm. Because looking at what's happening with the big players we are losing more and more of the spirit that made games great. Mm. We might actually have the end of Bioware now because Anthem has been a major, major disappointment. Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So, would it be a loss if Anthem went away? Not really, because, no. I mean, it, it's just another looter shooter. Yeah. The, the, the original concept for the game uh, was supposed to be a sort of exploring as a underdog in a big and scary and dangerous world. Hmm. But that concept was scrapped somewhere along the way, and instead we have the... Uh, well, uh, what's it called? The Destiny clone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I think it was Destiny, Anthem. I, I get mm. those two mixed up sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's more or less the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> I bet we're going to piss off some people now. <laughs> but that's on you, yeah. not us. <laughs> <laughs> These are just our opinions. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> But if I'm going to have my final thoughts about this, it's that, besides from what I've already said about my views on the future, Mm -hmm. uh, I I am going to strive to always get physical copies for the majority of my games, at least for the console. Mm -hmm. When it goes on the PC, I, I guess I have to see, but... I think I want to have more physical copies. Mm. And in this day and age, why we don't see more, for example, uh, SD cards mm. instead of uh, Blu-rays mm-hmm. might well, be something to think about. Well, one is a superior product, I suppose. Yeah, because, I mean, when, you <laughs> when a game takes a, the tens of gigabytes... You yeah. need a new uh, distributing <laughs> <laughs> system. Yeah, that's uh, leave a mark. Mm-hmm. So I believe that the future of gaming is with the small studios, the small publishers, and still physical. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
I think so too. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's. <laughs> this is just scratching the surface. <laughs> <laughs> scratching the surface of this giant uh, scab. No, but. Uh, scratching the balls off. Scratching the surface of these giant balls. (laughs) It's like playing Shadow of the Colossal Blood instead of looking for that uh, glowy spot to put your sword (laughs) in. It's like, look for the balls. Look for the itchy spot. Where's the scrotum? (laughs) 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 Oh, God, no. Oh, the images. There's a mod for it. No, no, stop. Stop it. (laughs) Zach, stop. But yeah, pretty much. What's your opinion then? The audience's opinion. <laughs> yeah. You listening, tell us. What do you think about this? Tell us! Tell me! <laughs> tell me! <laughs> What's your secret? <laughs> What's your scrotum to scratch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, you don't have anything else to say, I guess. No, I think what's. What, what has been f- said. What has been said has been said. Yeah. <laughs> Duh, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Captain Obvious? Captain Obvious away. I am a captain. So, yeah. But please, do tell us, what do you think about the future of gaming? What's your opinion on games as a service? What mm. is your opinion about streaming services like a Netflix spot for games? Mm. What are your thoughts about game preservation? Mm. Are you a 12-year-old with access to mom, your mom's or dad's credit card? If that is a yes, please <laughs> send... <laughs> Call this number to our support line. To our suicide support line. You can do it. <laughs> I was about to say that went dark, but holy crap. Now remember, kids, it's down the road, not across the street. Exactly. So yeah, and do a flip. While you're at it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. We need to get out of this room now. (laughs) Get out of here. Speaking of gas, it's getting hard to Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. (laughs) I need to get out of this basement. It smells down here. Mm. So, thank you so much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed. Yeah. You can always get in touch with us on Twitter. Yeah. Our handle is uh, DRH Podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you can always send us a mail, mm-hmm. dead.red.herring at gmail.com. It rolls on the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and uh, you can find us on uh, most places, I guess, where you can find podcasts. Yeah. So, uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. We are on Stitcher now. Yeah, and uh, iHeartRadio and uh, places. Stuff. Stuff. For now on Podbean, but... uh, Yeah. For now. For now. For now. So, again, thank you for listening, and uh, have a great day, everyone. Scratch that scrotum. Don't Mm. forget that. The tug and flick. Do you have any final words? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. <laughs>